4: Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: I'm trying to think of all of the brothers in Celebrity. Mm-hmm. Who would we most want? Because we have some good brothers on this Mystery
4: Crate episode today.
0: <laughs> we have the Blank Brothers. Yeah. On. Maybe we'll, even though you've probably read the description, so you know who it is. <laughs> I was gonna act like it was gonna be a surprise.
4: Remember how we used to do Mystery Creep back in the day where it was like things were blanked out? Oh yeah. We I would think write we did, the description. I think we did that for like one one. Time. It was like for like uh, like ten episodes and, <laughs> and then we were like, guys this is tough well, like playing to out all the we episodes. Go we wanted back it, to it.
0: We wanted it to be a mystery
4: for it was
0: just <laughs> not a good strategy. Single time. Wow. It feels not like a, good a good <laughs> strategy. Um the Property brothers, would they be fun to talk to? Property really. brothers would be kind
4: of
3: cool. Yeah. The Trap Brothers uh, they, probably, they probably surprise mm. you the Jackson's the Jackson, mm, brothers, Jackson. Be cool. minus yeah. one. Obviously, well, I was gonna say we're missing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we can mm-hmm. get four though. Four out of five is not bad.
4: Um, how about the brothers that wrote Stranger Things? I'm Duffer brothers. Duffer brothers. brothers. The Duffer brothers. The Duffer brothers. Right. Uh, That'd be a cool Duffers. brother. The dude, Brothers Osborne. That's brothers like like a Osborne. Country yeah. group. I don't know who that I'm is but I'm yeah sure I'm
0: just trying to you know give a little yeah. balance this The Buffer Brothers The Buffer Brothers markers? Wow, that'd be a good That'd
4: be one. a good the, Bash one. The, Bash the
0: Bash Brothers The Bash Brothers That's from Mighty wow. Ducks Yeah oh, wow
4: That's a good one But the thing is all these brothers are making our brothers that we actually have on Yeah, the Mario Brothers No no no, we're building the no, Mario no. Brothers I mean now we're just yes, I mean obviously well, sure. if we had, uh, if if we had
0: Mario shit. and sure. Luigi, yes, that'd be better than the Scar Brothers Yeah, we said it wait a minute I loved their show that they had, Chief Seats was amazing. Chief Seats was just yeah. chef's kiss ahead of its time, uh, and now they're doing a similar thing with US, US, I cannot say
4: <laughs> you UCF figure it out, yeah, it today. You if, see, I'm, if I mean to say if I
0: try to say UFC, I say UCF, and if I want to say UCF, I say UFC. Okay, I so hate which those one are words. we doing now? So they they're doing this weird UCF
4: <laughs> show.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> that they have. No, no, that one I did on purpose. No, that one I did no, on purpose. No, no way if the no, Scalar brothers were just doing a, a UCF, UCF show,
3: show. that yeah. would oh, yeah. be weird like, why would
4: that be weird it would be weird because <laughs> they'd be doing it on UFC so
0: a UFC right. show <laughs>
3: about UCF would yeah, that, be be, I feel yeah. like there's a, unless there's, they had a school of uh, mixed martial arts
4: there's
0: gotta mm. be one person that buys a, a UFC card on a Saturday night and swears he was buying something for UCF <laughs> you think Absolutely. that happens like once you think a week one around. buy you, you it, it, it's I the other way one person they get one complaint every card of just it's a different guy some alumni who thought it was like do you think it's that or do you think it's more people tuning in for a game that, promotes UCF on the TV guide or whatever whatever they're oh, doing yeah. and they think, oh, I'm going to tune in for a UFC fight and then they get uh American Athletic Conference football game That's where you guys Temple. are? That's where we are. Yikes. <laughs> uh, going to a- Big 12. A- AC action. Going to Big oh, 12. That's
4: right, Big 12. I, yeah. about that. I love how the power
0: five what? as it becomes a power two. I love how much Jeremy loves UCF. Uh-huh. <laughs> love <them so> <laughs> I love them so much. I've 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 actually, for no reason. I love them so much. For no reason. Graduated. I'm an alumni. He's, He's an alumni. No reason. No reason. Weren't you on like a 30 under 30? I mean, I'm not trying to brag. That anything. seems that seems oh, like wow. it goes political. It seems know what like I, you put you know something. It's, it's not up to me. I, I did know. learn afterwards that. Jeremy had to nominate. Him yeah, I that. was gonna say. Yeah, hey, well, I'll just I'll just be honest about how that goes. Uh, somebody nominates you. Uh, in my case, it was my uh, lovely fiance, who oh, happens so happens sweet. to work in public relations. She's not biased. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Happens to
4: work in PR, uh,
0: also so, also. No, be your field can make me yeah, look yeah, as yeah. good gotta as gotta possible. Her, so yeah, uh, yeah. Her, yeah, yeah.
4: What are you gonna do? That's, yeah, yeah, well, that's Why we're together. You uh, know, me look better.
3: Oh, hey, that's right. Whoa,
4: that's right. Whoa, on today's episode. Yes. Yeah. Me and Louis uh-huh. talked to the Sklar brothers. Sure. Lewis, Lewis G Gill, wait, wait, who? No, not Lewis G Gill. Okay. That would be oh. that would have been a bigger get. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gabagool, Lewis. Ah, Lewis the Gabs. Yeah, Gabs. Um, him and I talked to the Sklar brothers about their new UFC show, Nosebleeds. The Nosebleeds is on UFC Fight Pass. Uh huh. Um, you can check that out. It's basically a carbon copy of Cheap Seats, but instead of going through ESPN's archive, they go through the archive of the UFC, starting from like their first episodes available on YouTube. Actually, right now, on the uh, UFC YouTube, and they go. through... Back to UFC 1, when there was like sumo wrestlers fighting guys in like like karate suits, and it was a whole crazy wow. thing. Like, I'm legitimately awesome.
0: excited. For, if it's anything like cheap seats, this is so, like their chemistry, and they're brothers, so I, I mean, hope their chemistry is yeah, good, but it so. is just, they are really
4: funny. You'll hear it now in the in the conversation that we had with them, but they told us that they wrote, in the first episode, they got in 270 to 300 jokes in what? 20 minutes. When That's they told incredible. me that, I was like, "I don't even know what that means." can would that be, be funny? possible. I yeah, like joke awesome. volume shooters. Though. Me, volume shooters. They're all they're in good. good. They're all sure. Good. They're great. They also they also give us top five comedians of all time, and Ooh. top five current comedians. So, uh, uh, enjoy it's the Sklar good. Brothers talking to the Broels.
3: Oh, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> The playoffs have started in basketball and hockey and there's really only one way that I can enjoy it. For me, drinking Miller Lite while the action is going on makes the game that much more exciting and that much more delicious. A lot has changed over the years, but one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. So what do you look for in a light beer? Great taste or less filling? For me, it's great taste and less filling. Miller Lite keeps it simple undebatable quality great taste and only 96 calories it's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most a light beer that tastes like beer you don't have to choose what's best miller Lite has great taste and is less filling tastes like miller time to get miller Lite delivered right at your door visit millerlitecom slash crate c-r-a-t-e or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer I'm going to fanboy real quick a little bit. I grew up
1: watching you guys on VH1 with the "I of the 90s and all that shit, dude. It's Do you so guys funny. get that a lot?
4: Do you guys get
2: yeah. that a lot? Yeah, totally. It's like we've done so many things that it's, it's cool to hear what people... We try to guess based on the person what when they approach. We're like, okay, you look like a sports fan, so cheap seats. You look like you might just be a pop culture fan, so this, that, the other. And sometimes it's unexpected, but we've done a lot of stuff.
4: Do you got, does it make you feel old and you're like, man, I used to watch you as a kid? Does yeah. that line
1: make you feel terrible? I'm sorry. I am so, I'm, I just I turned know, 30, so I'm cool. having an essential crisis myself. Hey, no, Honestly, oh, no. it, it
2: yeah. actually is. A, it makes us feel good. Like we've been able to sustain this career over that period of like time. Like we're still in it. Like we could fight Jake Paul, is what we're trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to,
4: both of you at the same Two time. One. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. I
2: mean, Come on. Just the way it has to be. You on both of the Paul brothers? Jake <laughs> and tag, Logan. A tag Paul's team match. Blessed. I love that. Come on, <laughs>
1: that's literally. a little scary, guys. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that yeah, to yeah, you guys. No. Now he's going to fight not. Anderson Silva.
4: I saw. I was like, okay, like I'm into that. I know. I, just, that's I what I'm saw about. that, and and Dana White was
2: like, yeah. I mean, good that he's actually having a real fight now. I mean, I, I mean, Anderson Silva is just uh, the the. Around 2009 to 2013 or 2016, like that period of time there, I mean, the dude was just incredible. I would love to have seen him fight him during that period of time. But, you know, I mean, where where do you guys come out on that?
4: Um. So it's actually cool to hear you say that, right, because there's always varying degrees of MMA followers there's the casuals there's the diehards and um i feel like i fall a little bit more diehard. lewis falls a little bit more casual he's just starting to get into the sport and this yeah. is why it's such a, a a really cool show that you guys are doing called nosebleeds on ufc fight pass again yeah. check that out it did be the 30th of july all six are all six episodes are out
2: so all six episodes are up on fight pass ufc fight pass. Yes, which is so cool. I mean, the largest combat sports library ever, anywhere. It's like if you want to see any fight that's ever happened. You want to go watch all of Anderson Silva's fights? Go. Yeah, I go mean, back you and
1: I actually packs. do. I actually do. Go, should, back, go
2: back and see what a legend yeah. this dude really is and was. And, you know, he was – He was How he like, baited people, like, arms down, like, face in their face, and then yeah. just like, whoops. You I take mean, so, that, so that's what I, I want to see. Heading you to come in on him and then just get clawed whack
4: it's it's so cool And like so when did you guys become fight fans, right? Have you always been fight fans or did you just get really back into? UFC and MMA and all that or have you been following it all together?
2: So we grew up as boxing fans. So grew up in the 80s and kind of there was that crazy heyday of Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Thomas Hearns, Marvin Hagler. And they would all kind of fight each other. And that was like it just ensured that there was going to be a great like middleweight fight every yeah. five, six months, like something. And like, of course, Tyson and and then, you know, I mean, Evander Holyfield and all that stuff. I mean, to, just not to take a sidebar, but remember that commercial for. Holyfield, where he walks in and the person working at the desk at the counter is like, What looks up and is like, What? And they try to make him seem so tall. Okay, the yes. Holyfield is maybe 5'11, six so <laughs> like. Yeah. It's clearly like Shaq was the person who was supposed to do it. And they just didn't rewrite the commercial. They're like, we'll get Evander Holyfield. I'm like, nobody would say about Evander Holyfield. That's the tallest oh, yeah. heavyweight ever. Like Lennox Lewis, I would kind of get. A maybe. Klitschko. A Klitschko, yes. there you go, right? But like, so that to us was always funny. But I mean, of course, Tyson Holyfield. And I mean, we were fans of the fight game as, as it went. And so then when MMA sort of came in, we were like, what is this? This is super interesting and super cool. I think as it evolved really in like the early 2000s and, you know, The Ultimate Fighter was such a like an amazing way to inject not life into. Yeah, like one intro- like, show. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like to well, kind it of- just gave you like 10 people to know their story and to root you for. You either them. hated a guy or you rooted for a guy mm-hmm. or a woman or whatever. It was just a brilliant concept to get you to understand the fight. Fu- Fighters and, and who they were and sort of get you in your rooting circles. So it was cool. We've always been a fan. I, to me, I love it because I love it because unlike boxing, boxing like fell off when they just wouldn't make the fights that people wanted to see. I mean, what we saw the Pacquiao Mayweather fight five years after that fight right. should have been made. <laughs> we've seen yeah. two Nunes-Pena fights in the last eight months. You know and what there I'm were saying? Battles like Battles and they battles. make them. They make those. Fights. Imagine if they made you wait like five years for like Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor. Like, why would they do that? Like, that would be such a bummer to everyone who wanted to see that fight. So if you're a fan of the game and you want to see the fights happen, I just they're shorter fights, three, five rounds, you know, whatever. Like there, you you know you're going to see some resolution. If guys don't fight, if they, you know, there's kind of a less I'm going to beat you on points type of a mm-hmm. thing like than a by- Floyd Mayweather or. <laughs>
4: Yeah, less, so less technical can't... fighting, less technical fighting, and more like yes. let's fight for real.
2: Also, the crazy thing is, it, as evidence of the Usman fight, you don't know where it's coming or when it's going to come. Was and so a... crazy. he was winning. He w- he he would have won that fight if he just like backed off and just. Come. But it just shows you that it just it can come from anywhere. You're not ready for it, and boom, the knockout blow comes. It just m- makes every fight exciting to watch. Every second of every fight
4: funny enough we were talking that on our other show we're part of the Dan Levitard show this is kind of a spin-off yeah. of the the show and we were actually talking about it of uh, this week where that fight was easily Usman's fight right it was it was four rounds yeah. to one it was not gonna happen and then all of a sudden he faints with that left jab that kick over the head he's in the shadow realm everybody's minds are blown people not are wrong. screaming running around everywhere oh my and god! It just goes to show you, like, like you said, like it's just such a cool sport that even though you're losing, you can find a way to win. Like, do yeah. you, do you, can you guys think? Obviously, in your long history of of watching the sport, can you guys think of a bigger knockout than that one?
2: I can't. I, I literally can't. No. Especially from where it came from. Again, losing, 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 and then and the setup of Usman being like, this is going to be proof that I'm the best pound for pound fighter. Like
1: he wasn't saying it, but everyone was saying still, it. but he's still not like after watching the fight in every like i i'm again the casual fan i watched that fight start to finish yeah. and he was just whooping his ass the entire fight he quit and then you yes. know, he gets him with that leg and
2: yes yeah, so now the the, the rematch is going to be insane because you're like he's literally he he's, won't put down he's his got guard. everything to fight for in the rematch he, he, won't.
1: he just can't lose again He's going to try
2: and, well he's going to try and finish him early I yeah. think. I think he's not going to wait around. He's going to try and finish this dude early and prove that. Okay, oh, that, that was, a was a fluke. Fluke. I mean, if you're asking great knockouts, uh, the Holly Holm kick to Ronda Rousey Massive. that like dropped Massive. her. Yeah. So that's what I love about the sport too is that a woman's card, a woman's fight can can headline a card. And to me, it's like the most egalitarian But you know, again, we're huge fans of the Williams sisters as you're watching Serena in her swan song Mm -hmm. right now playing tennis and she won her first round. I mean, so we're huge sports fans all the way around. We did our show on are huge. (laughs) Dude, I sat the other night and watched opening round U.S. Open. I watched Tracy Austin, who we remember. She won the U.S. Open twice. She was like the youngest She was like 14 when she came in. She was so young. She won the U.S. Open twice, her son. who was unranked and just qualified and made it in the U.S. Open beat the number 10 ranked player in the world in the first round game. And at the exact same moment, an unranked kid from Colombia beat Tsitsipas, who's the number four ranked player. You're just like, this is why I love sports. And it kind of reminds you of the UFC. And you're like, all right, man, get in the ring. Roll the ball out there and see what happens. See what happens.
4: What what do you guys love most about this show? Right? Your new show, Nosebleeds. Like what is what is something that you feel is like, all right, I'm putting the best thing out there in the universe. Like this is it. Yeah.
2: So so what I love about the nosebleeds is that we we're definitely digging into the deep deep archive so the first episode that's available on youtube uh, it's on ufc's youtube page you can find it on our instagram too we're at sklar brothers but if you type in in youtube nosebleeds ufc you'll see the episode so it- it's it's ufc one so it's kind of cool to see how far the sport has come we we liken it to like if you look at a yearbook picture of yourself from like 1993 you'd be like what the hell was oh. i thinking what was my <laughs> hair who the who is this dirtbag i mean you guys are cool dudes now, I was one right? in
1: 1993 right. <laughs> Maybe. So go, Maybe. you
2: go 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 back 10 years at, go 10 years after that look at your middle school pictures like you you were like who is this dirtbag and and what's funny is we know who he became we know what the ufc became but it's cool to see where it was and for us i will tell you that There is no other show on television that has as many jokes as we put into this show. Like, I think there are 250, 300 jokes in a 19-minute show. And that means it's jammed. And we are making jokes about what's happening in the action. We're making jokes about what the announcers are saying. I mean, in the very first UFC, you had announcer Bill Wallace, who was a legend in his own right, but not a great announcer. He burps on air. He calls (laughs) a boxer a boxing person. Yeah, I mean, like, it's crazy that you would never see that. I mean, we're huge Rogan fans, and I think about Joe Rogan calling fights today. It's like I can't wait to hear what that dude said is about to say. He always gives the best insights. Yeah. I love DC. I love Bisping. I mean, I I think they're great announcers. You know, Brendan Fitzgerald, great announcer. Like John Anik guys, is
4: one of the best of Anik. us. time. Anik, Anik is I mean, incredible.
2: He, his voice has become at to me as like synonymous with sports of like, he's like the Vince Scully of the sport. I mean, it's yeah. insane how much you're just like, you hear his voice and you're like, okay, it's just authority. And so there was such great announcements. but then you go back to those early days and it was a uh, football legend, Jim Brown. Our joke was Jim Brown. It was the mid nineties. We're like, Jim Brown was OJ Simpson booked. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. He was, oh he no. was in the process of being booked. In the process of being blocked. <laughs> it was the mid nineties. So, you know, we made a a lot of jokes like that, and it's funny to me. What I love about the show is, you know, we put in asks to some really big people to come down and do, do cameos on the show and, and guests and sketches and stuff. Andy Richter, John Hamm, Rob Corddry,
1: wow. uh, Tony, Tony Hale, Hale
2: from Veep, and everybody said yes. And then we were hanging out with Spade, and we we're hanging out with our friend Nikki Glaser, who's just crushing it right now. And we're like, "Yeah, you guys." They're they're like, we saw the billboards for your show, like, can we do it? We're like, yes, we will figure out something for you guys to do. So that's the exciting thing, is as this sort of gets out there even more and people see how funny this show is and what it really is about, and you, you don't even have to be, for a lot of people, this show will be their introduction to MMA is like through us and the judge, which that was what our old show cheap seats was on ESPN classic. It was Mm -hmm. an introduction for people who didn't really even watch sports to watch and understand what's going on in the world of sports. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we just love it and we want to make a ton more of them.
4: How, how does it differ from cheap seats and, and, and ask this, right? Like there's a funny, I have a funny picture in my head of the ESPN brass just kind of like, saying, all right, we'll sign these guys, they're kind of funny, we'll give them a show, let's just put them in building 17, not really care about them, not really look at them, and see what they come up with. Was that the sentiment around, or were they very hands-on? Like, did they let you be you?
2: That's a great question. So ESPN was owned by ABC and owned by Disney, and at the time, they went super, super cracked down. They cracked down on language. So here we are trying to make a show that competes with- Chappelle. South Park. 30 Rock, whatever. And like, oh, they're God. like, you can't say the word sucks. We're like, <laughs> you what? What? can't even say sucks. <laughs> we're like, that sucks. Wait, you can't, <laughs> even can't, say that. That. <laughs> can't even say that. So we're like, damn, how do we, you can't say ass, you can't say sucks. We're like, God damn, what do we do here? And so we just had to make it weirder and get more creative. And in the end, it taught us how to be really resourceful in that way and make a subversively funny show that flew under their radar, but got everyone else laughing. So that was it taught us that this show, of course, because it's on streaming, it's on Fight Pass. There are no limitations like wow. we can drop F-bombs if we want. We can get go super hard on jokes. I remember we had Brian Kilmead from Fox and Friends. He was the ringside reporter for UFC one. And he's about ready to he's like. In the middle of the ring, doing a stand-up report, and he's like, "All right, I gotta go." And our joke was, "Yeah, that hooker's not gonna bury herself." Okay, oh, yes. that is not a joke that you, you can could make, make on ESPN. ESPN. And so we are very understanding that, like, you can make this joke here, and so we went for it in in every capacity. And that's what I love about it. Again, I feel like that's what the UFC, that's what Dana White is all about: is just going for it, and you know. The other really cool thing is, we have loved getting to know the folks over at Fight Pass. They have been the best partners. They're the best dudes, and, and they're like, "We'll get you, Forrest Griffin. He'll he'll come and do something on the yeah. show." And he like, did, oh, cool. and he was hilarious, amazing, hilarious. He was phenomenal. Forrest Griffin. I mean, Cheeto Vera. He was amazing. He's I mean, having a all...
4: moment right now, by the way, dude.
2: Cheeto having a mo- having a moment. <laughs> and Happy by the Malza. way, last time we were at the Apex, he was calling fights. For the Spanish-speaking Yeah, for the Spanish-language
1: channel, channel, yeah. Yeah. So imagine like The brown people, but the other brown people. Right. So he's the
2: analyst on the thing, and you're just like, imagine if just Tony Romo stopped calling the games and went down and played quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And kicked ass. And kicked ass. You're like, oh, this this just doesn't happen in other sports.
4: Who's the most – the fighter that you were most excited to meet, past or present, that you've been kind of – either on the show with or somebody yeah. that you've kind of met in passing and we're like, holy shit, I can't believe I shook hands with that dude or that or that woman.
2: I mean, it was, I would probably say Forrest Griffin because we had just watched so much of uh, the, the, Ultimate Ultimate, Fighter, the, Ultimate the Ultimate Fighter episode one. And I'm like, in the first season, I'm like, God, I love this dude. He's such a baller and he's such a, and he's kind of funny too. And as he's gotten older and out, he just is so unassuming about it. He was like, man, I didn't even know, I just liked fighting and I didn't even know if it was gonna, (laughs) what it was gonna bring me in my career. And we were like, we can kind of really- Yeah, it's like I I was either going to be a cop or I don't I don't know what I was going to do, security or something like he didn't even know. And then he gets in this world of fighting and it's like shaped his life. He now works for the UFC. And so it's like it's literally given the gift that just keeps giving for the rest of his life. And I think he is someone who really appreciates that. We were kind of the same way. We're like, we just love comedy. We don't even know where it's going to take us. We weren't like, okay, this this age we're going to get this show and at this age we're going to do this and like we didn't have that plan and so we could relate to him when he started talking we're like oh man i love that we have a similar path right he was a great great guy to hang with
1: all right so to follow up on that my bad tony to follow up on that last uh the comic right who do you guys have a comic that when you guys met him or her uh that you were like holy crap like this probably changed the the trajectory of our careers or our lives Mm -hmm. oh that's such a Good
2: question. I mean, we met a dude when we were in college and we were still deciding if we were going to do comedy or go to law school. This guy, Andy Kindler, he was our favorite comic, kind of a guy who not a lot of people know, but people who love comedy know. And we brought him to the University of Michigan where we were students and we were like, hey, man, we're going to open for you. Will you please watch our stand up and tell us what you think? And we took him out for pancakes afterwards. I mean, this is like a moment of truth in our life. We sit down with this guy and he's like, all right, here's what I think. I think you guys are funny people. He's like, I think you need to get rid of your whole act and start over, but (laughs) if you do, I, and you move to New York or L.A. and you just start getting in the scene and working really hard among the best in the business, I think you guys can be on TV by the time you're 25, if that's what you want to do. We were like, that's enough for us. We called our parents. We're like, we're not going to law school.
4: <laughs> wow. There's there's something to Sklar Brothers at law, though, too. Right? I, like, Sklar Brothers at that law. Might be of, like, that would have been perfect. That would be insane.
2: It would insane. Speaking yeah, of law, you know, funny it, enough. It, it,
4: they're, you guys run you guys run an episode of better call Saul. obviously that just finished up now like how is how is that like so good
2: i mean we knew bob odenkirk from the comedy scene in la we've moved to LA in the late nineties. And, and he was, you know, obviously with him and Dave, David Cross and Mr. Show, their HBO show, like they were Kings of the alternative comedy scene in LA at that time of which we were, you know, prevalent and part of. So we knew him from there. And then when we got the audition and we got the show, he was so happy that we were there and that we were the ones who got it. We'd done some work with him before. So he just made it so much fun. We flew to Albuquerque, Shot in Albuquerque. You know it's crazy. This is a behind the scenes. You know, I didn't realize this, and this is kind of an old thing. I was watching an old thing about the. I don't know if you guys are too way too young to remember, but Hakeem Elijahwan when the University of Houston lost to was it NC State? NC State. Mm-hmm. NC State. Phi, Jim Valvano. Jim Valvano. Five slam a jam of the whole back. thing. They, they yep. played in Albuquerque. And what I didn't realize, because they showed in this documentary, is that the altitude in Albuquerque, it's 5,200 feet, which isn't crazy, but it's definitely still altitude. It was messing with Hakeem Olajuwon so much. He was taking oxygen on the sideline. I'm like, this wussy. Are you joking? Are you it's not so <laughs> 5, bad. 5,000 feet. Meanwhile, we shot the movie Wild Hogs in Santa Fe, which is, you know, we shot that a few years earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is nothing. You I didn't fine no altitude signal. We get to Albuquerque, and I'm like, it is cra- it is kicking my ass. I had to take oxygen. I had to take a B12 shot. I'm oh like drinking God. this thing. That I was in, in between takes. I'm like Hakeem the Dream. I'm just like <laughs> sitting there on the side, like sucking it in. And I was like, that's crazy. And then we get in, and we do the performance. And it was just so much fun to work with Bob. So that was a blow. And just cool to be part of that world Because if you're a part of that world You are kind of part of the Breaking Bad universe Yeah, you're in the metaverse, dude You're in the metaverse So yeah, we've had a lot of cool things like that We just did uh, our buddy Doug Ellen's podcast The Victory podcast Which is the Entourage podcast about the episodes of Entourage Which we did that Jay did a few episodes of that And then we had a huge episode, the two of us together And I mean, that one was so memorable With Mary J. Blige And just being in that universe was It was great We just did their podcast so to relive that experience was really cool.
1: Do you guys have like comedians that you each other don't find funny? Like you may have <laughs> Randy, you may have some, and then you're like, oh, I hate that comic. Like he's not <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a great question. We usually our, our comedic think- instincts are pretty much aligned. We both kind of are like, we like these people. And for these reasons. I mean, we have very specific reasons why we like this. These yeah, I people. think, I think, I don't know that there's like a comic in particular that we don't like but I definitely th- feel like we definitely respect comedians that are doing more interesting things instead of taking the easy way out so there are definitely some comics that get that crush and kill with material that you're like eh. know, can we get a
1: can we get a star <clears throat> brothers top five comics Ooh, top yes. Five.
2: yes wow that's we'll, we'll, so we'll, so, we'll filibuster
4: oh. for you if you if you need it if you have it off the top of, yeah, yeah, your head, is you guys this of all
2: time or it's current time. or of all time current or of all time all Time. Okay.
4: You know what, I want both. Wow, okay, that's so a lot. Do,
2: so let's do All Time first and then we'll do Current. Okay, so so all Go Time, ahead. I mean, we grew up being huge Seinfeld fans before he even had the show. So in like the 80s, he was on like Rodney Dangerfield's Young Comedian Special. He did an HBO special and Jay and I are in St. Louis where we grew up and we're like, this guy's the best. No Too bad we- no one's gonna know who Seinfeld is. Yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> the only yeah. guys You know. so dumb we were. We loved Gary Shandling, loved him. Yeah. Rest in peace, Gary Shandling. Got yes. to meet him and got to hang with him. But, I mean, his stand-up was amazing. It's Gary Shandling show was amazing. Larry Sanders was amazing. Yes. The dude just kept making great stuff. We were huge Letterman fans. So we grew up at, like being huge David Letterman fans when he had the late-night show on NBC in the 80s. And then, of course, he went to CBS in the 90s. He just... As a a stand-up, as a comedian, as a host of a show, he was unbelievable. So that's three. I would say Chappelle is up there. That's someone we kind of came up with a little bit, like, in New York back in the day. And, you know, just watching him grow as a comic and continue to make great stuff forever. And just even his story of being at the White House that he told on SNL, like, during the Obama administration, like, and just being at that party where he, like, He wasn't afraid to not tell a joke on national television for like a minute and a half. I was like, that takes guts and that is amazing. I'd put him up up there. And then just someone who just makes us laugh is our friend. He did our first show with us, MTV show back in the day. And I just think he's one of the funniest comedians out there and ever is Zach Galifianakis. That dude, he just, he cracks us up on the deepest level. He just, he just crushes us. So those are the all time greats. I would say currently out there today I would of course put Chappelle because he's still doing it. Crazy how he transcends
3: oh. both
4: lists, right? Like He really does, he and really current. does. It's like Tom Brady, yeah. right? Like he's yeah, the he's, he's the best quarterback right now but he's also the best quarterback of all time. Like figure it out guys, I don't he's know. He's Black
2: Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> who else? You know I what mean, Tom Brady is Dave Chappelle. Might be black. Yeah, he might be good. black. Um I think yeah. he's white Chappelle <laughs> He's white Chappelle. Yeah, there you go. I,
1: Bam. I, I, <laughs>
2: I would say I mean you can't you can't leave Bill Burr out. He is I just watched his Red Rock special last night I was watching it and it's just I love him. His his you know the way he kind of attacks truth and take his angle on you know again we're huge sports fans. So college football season is coming up right now and mm-hmm. we are fascinated by and love on a defense the angle that a defender takes towards the ball when it's coming in towards a guy there is nobody who takes a better, harder angle towards things than Bill Burr. He's like, I may lose three quarters of the audience. And he almost wants to. He wants you to be walking out the door just so his punchlines can bring you back into the room. He was doing something in his latest special about him giving clothes to homeless people. And just the way he described when he would got to do it during the day and we've goes up with such good intentions and all this stuff and then he opens the door and the smell just gets him he was like he was doing little things that were just crushing me and I'm like it's hard to keep doing it special after special another current guy who we absolutely love who's just so funny in his bones uh without a doubt David Spade Spade is so goddamn funny because he's just he just takes simple stories and simple things. And without even trying too hard, he makes it seem so easy, right? Yes. Yes. Who yes. else, Jay? I would say someone you guys might not know, but someone who we just love because he's fearless and is willing to improvise a ton is uh Rory Scovel. Rory mm-hmm. Scovel is just, man, God, he's so good. He's so good. And then I would put, uh, we're huge fans of Tig Nataro. She's a great comedian, oh, unbelievable, gosh. really, really funny. And I'm going to throw an honorable mention to a guy who you may not have heard of. His name's Fahim Anwar. Just unreal. He's, he's young a comic. Young comic. His premises are so good. He's so smart, and just every single premise. I highly recommend go follow him on TikTok. I'm literally
1: googling as I'm like, he's making just make Fahim <laughs> Anwar. Google him.
2: He's You're amazing. You'll love. Him. Amazing. Good oh, question.
4: One, uh, one shining omission, I think. Uh, were you guys big fans of Norm McDonald? Huge, oh, yeah. Okay, because I, a I see point. a lot of I see a lot of Norm and you guys kind of have concentric yes. circles in a lot of the stuff that you guys do and like his deadpan delivery, yeah. The way that he talks, Shit. the way he explains have to, stuff. You have to, yeah. I don't know. Just throwing that. We up. might
2: have to put him on the all-time list. We might have to put I put him on the all-time because list because he obviously isn't doing it. But but Norm's Norm's hosting of the ESPYS might be the greatest. Opening monologue to any award show ever, ever, ever. ever. So it's the gold standard. of all time. Like better than any Ricky Gervais Golden Globe. Better and, and than... inspiring. Jay and I just hosted the Real TV Critics Choice Real TV Awards this past summer, and we were like thinking of Norm, like in the back of our brains as we're writing jokes for this thing. We're like, yeah, maybe this, this is pushing it too far, and, and then then we're, we're like, no. no, it's not. It's not. We're talking about uh, the the dog with. Whisk- Whisper Caesar Milan, and this is now a joke we do in our stand-up about how you know marriage. Listen, marriage is hard, according to Ben Affleck. If it's that hard, why is he getting married again? But in that spirit, Caesar Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. This got is killed. when we knew marriage was hard. He got divorced. We're like, what? That uh, apparently how? he doesn't have the power to make everyone stay. That's right. <laughs> or come, or come. Oh, wow. There you go. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. We took it.
4: Um. Do you guys? Do you guys? I think there's such a respect that, at least I have, and I know Lewis does too, like, for you to be able to grab, and this talks about Chappelle and Eddie Murphy and guys, another person you left off of your all-time list, I'm I'm not not counting, but um, the ability to grab a microphone, get in front of a group of people, and with the expectation of being funny, deliver being funny is something that i can't fathom right like we grab microphones and we try to be funny and sometimes we miss horribly but like the expectation of funny and then beating that expectation for a living to make sure that your wife and kids or your husband and kids have so food a delivery of funny is yeah. crazy
3: the premise so, isn't safe.
2: yeah sorry they're working on my house it's a little loud but what are they doing yes that that is that is so true it's so hard we did it twice last night we had two shows last night comedy store we were in the main room and this other show called supernova which is a really cool show you go up at the comedy store and like we went up and brought up sebastian and then after sebastian he's another great one after yeah. sebastian maniscalco nikki glazer after her spade went up after you know just like yeah. killers mark maron like just killers on these shows <laughs> up there all the and time neil brennan like just amazing oh, Neil's comics. Awesome and you say to yourself, man, we gotta step out there and we gotta deliver on such a high level. You almost, it's like getting in the octagon if you really Mm -hmm. wanna think about it. You gotta focus up, be really present, best fighters are the ones who are like super present in the moment. They're thinking about exactly what they're doing. They're actually enjoying themselves with what they're doing. And their attitude is give me the ball. Let me, this is my time. I'm not, I'll rise to meet the moment. So we always think about stuff like that. And then also it then turns around. If you've ever had to do that, get on stage, grab a microphone, make a crowd of people laugh. When you then are writing or creating jokes for a show like our show, The Nosebleeds, and if something if we think something's funny, we're gonna trust our instincts, because we're like, yeah, we, we, we've done this. We just made a whole room full of people laugh last night with our with what with what we thought is funny. So we're gonna trust our instincts on this, and as a result, the show, shows are funny. Yeah.
4: Check them out on the Nosebleeds UFC Fight Pass. All six episodes are up right now. Guys, one final question to get you out the door. Have you met Dana yet? Have you met Uncle Dana?
2: We have not met Uncle Danny yet, although he's watched the show and screened it. Uh, You know, he's a busy guy. Like, you're like, you can set up a meeting with Dana White, and then all of a sudden you're like, he's. Yeah, we've flown to Vegas with a meeting on the books, and then he got called away. He had to to go to, like, Costa Rica. And you're like, well, he's the guy. There's nothing we can do about that. But I feel like we will hang with him. And when we do, in a similar way, like, what I love about Dana is the same things that I I think qualities that we feel like we have, which is. We got to fight to earn people's respect. We're twins. People look at us and say like, eh, hey, you guys are just a gimmick, you know, like whatever. It's like you guys are trading off this thing, but we're like, no, that's not what we are. We're legitimate and you got to take us seriously and you will take us seriously when you actually get in and figure out and see exactly who we are. I feel like the UFC has tried to do that for the last, you know, 20 years and they finally, and they've succeeded. It is a yep. legitimate sport. You know, Jay and I were at the Espies this year and you look at the high, highlights that they run for the year in sports and a bunch of them were UFC highlights for sure you're like man you made it you're in the mainstream of those sports so we feel that way about ourselves and so I feel like we'd connect with him just on that basic level and I'm just I look I know he supports us and supports the show so I'm just excited to be a part of the family and we feel like this show is something different that UFC has never done. And when you can make fun of yourself, as our good friend Jeff Ross, the roast master, always mm-hmm. says, when you can take a roast and enjoy it and dish it right back, that at means you. you are the strongest person out in the
1: exactly. room. Exactly. Brother, we're, I'm roasting myself all day. Yeah, <laughs> That's the man, last question. That. Which, it. Love it. Which Scar Brothers funnier? Wow. Oh, sheesh.
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he would say him. Well, that that's again something that someone who is less funny would say. They'd have to put it out there. So <laughs> say
4: exactly. Funny. Exactly. Jason and Randy Sklar, you can catch them UFC Fight Pass at the no, on the nosebleeds. Their show, all six episodes streaming right now. Um, gentlemen, sh- uh, tell the people and, and where the you. And the first one. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. The first one. The first one you can watch for free. If you want a taste, go to uh, UFC's YouTube page. You can watch the first episode of The Nosebleeds. Follow us on Instagram, at Brothers on Twitter, at Brothers. We have a sports podcast we do every week. We should have you guys on it yes. and, and have you do it, and we'll talk MMA with you. It's called uh, View from the Cheap Seats. And we have another podcast called Dumb People Town. But go to supersklarers.com, and you can see all the stuff we have on live dates and all that fun stuff, too.
1: Love do you guys it. do any fantasy football? Yes, we're doing
2: Dude, fantasy football. these guys football. do I mean, fantasy, fantasy football? Put a football. In it. What kind put of put play a pin in is it.
4: that? Put a pin in we'll it. We'll have brother. you on the fantasy football episode. How about that?
2: Boom. I love it. I'll I'll talk about how I got how I took Josh Allen early in my draft last night. People how mocked early? me and I'm like, bro, I will take you down. It's like I don't want to have two good running backs in Jacoby Brissett. We'll talk about it later with you guys.
4: <laughs> Thank you guys. All right. We had a blast. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Thank you. You guys are
2: awesome. Thank Give you guys us a- so
1: much, dude. Thank you. Of course. Hey, ten, it's we- up. Tag us and we'll we'll appreciate yeah, it. And push absolutely hey by the way and by the way you guys are legends dude yeah, like, yeah, yeah when when tony said yo we get the Sklar brothers i was like why the fuck are the Sklar brothers meeting <laughs> <you>? <laughs> 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 anything because because, what?
2: because what we, happening well because, because your audience means something to us too and like this show again is a big swing for us and the whole ufc and so we want to do whatever it takes to get the word out because we're proud of the shows for so sure, we you, you guys we, will love it you should you guys, watch it you, should, you watch we will i will
1: no i mean guarantee we will but yeah, you guys are legends, dude. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, honestly, thank you. It. I appreciate Absolutely. you guys. See you guys. We'll
0: talk to you. That'll do it for another episode of <laughs> Mister. That was great. It was honestly, good, right? we, we we sold it. We sold it to the people, and it delivered. The Sklar Brothers. I gotta check out that show. I gotta check out that show. Yeah. We sold they, uh, they invited me on their sports
4: podcast. Oh, I was did like, you yeah. feel like it was a genuine invite or like a
0: no no no. Nice I felt invite. like it was
3: genuine. No no no. I felt like no. <laughs> yeah. So
4: here's how I know it was a genuine invite. Yeah. The the boys the brothers yeah. followed me on Twitter. Like that. Wow! Wow. Like I mean, we're gonna go into production next week on something else. We ain't never doing, you know? No, they run their own stuff. (laughs) Don't do that to them. Yeah, they run their own stuff. (laughs) Don't do that to them. them. But um, they have a bunch of different pods at Sklar Brothers. Um, they're doing a bunch of cool stuff. So yeah, support them.
0: Check out on Cinephile this week, Billy Gill on there with Adnan talking baseball, talking only murders in the. I have a bone to pick with that. What? But Billy Gill's
4: not the only guy that watches Only Murders. I was a little upset when when he was the one that got the call. But I'm not gonna be lying.
0: I have two of my side projects this week one of them, my dad wanted to do a fantasy thing so I'm like I'm gonna go Tony there ah, we're not gonna thanks, go buddy, only fair. murders That's in fair. the building with you and fantasy with Billy no okay I had to like you know you got a little more range touche touche <laughs> touche wow.
4: Can uh, I just no. take a shot at
0: Billy? I'm sorry. Like, yes, Billy, you just he's not here, though. He's just not here. a big fantasy he's guy. He's not here. Who he he wouldn't. De- no. Would he deny that? He's also not listening. He wouldn't deny that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah there's there's no way. Way. He's not going to get yeah, to the end. Yeah, of, no, we can, can all just say. talk say. shit about Billy no. right now because 100% he's never no way to listening to the end of this.
3: Roy, what do you think about Billy? I got nothing to say. But What I do have to say is on Montgomery and Company this week, we have Ruth Riley Hunter, the Miami Heat's Senior Director of Team Development, and we have Gabriella Lewis of The Next. She's the beat writer for the uh, A-Line on Dream. Look at that. I love that. Who else do we have? Is there any? Uh, check out all
4: the Smeddy stuff. Yeah. Uh, Witty's doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy's yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm doing stuff. Miami Mike Not up. on this network, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I you will. Know, yeah. Nah, we're yeah, happy no, we It happens. Side gig. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Right. Subodity has... uh Somebody on this. Matthew Barry.
3: Matthew Barry. Stu. Now we can, now we can promote It's so nice of you to wait because around this whole interview mystery. for this to happen. Wow. Yeah,
1: very good. Thanks for hanging out with us. I like watching you guys do a live. Nobody works harder than you, my friends. Stu, what'd you know know think of the Sklar Brothers? A whole bunch of Minches. Uh, what happened? What'd did
0: you think about the Sklar Brothers? Cheap seats. You ever watched Cheap Seats back in the day, the Sklar Brothers? Yeah. He's not kidding. They were great.
4: Right. It was the Waze
0: Brothers,
1: wasn't it? No, no, no.
0: You know. okay. uh, dear. I'm not even supposed to be here. You're body. You're body. It's your
3: body. <laughs> okay, goodbye. What? Oh! Oh, oh. Wow. oh, wow. oh my God! How oh. dare you, you. Oh. UCF fan? You. <laughs> the playoffs have started in basketball and hockey, and there's really only one way that I can enjoy it. For me, drinking Miller Lite while the action is going on makes the game that much more exciting and that much more delicious. A lot has changed over the years, but one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. So what do you look for in a light beer? Great taste or less filling? For me, it's great taste and less filling. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, and only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right at your door, visit MillerLite.com slash crate, C-R-A-T-E. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer.